Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast or welcome. If this is your very first time finding the Freelancer to CEO podcast, I'm so glad you're here. This is a really great episode, actually, if you're finding this for the first time. Don't worry if you've been a loyal listener. I still think this is going to apply to you. But if you are just finding this, maybe you found me in the interweb somewhere and you have been interested or you've been thinking about a way to start a business, start something on the side, but you have the question of how am I actually going to find the time to do this? I am so busy. I have so much going on in my life. It's the holiday season or it's whenever you're listening to this episode, you can always find excuses of it's this season or I have this going on or I have that going on and there's just not enough time in the day, Aubrey. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Well, you can do this. I'm going to share some tips of what worked for me and how I think that you can use these as well to start a business from home, start a virtual assistant business. These are some really great tips that are tried and true. I revisit them often when I find myself, you know, feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm running out of time. I don't know what to do. So let's dive into it. Let's get into all the juicy details of how to be productive, how to start a business on a limited schedule. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. As we are wrapping the new year up and we are heading into a new year, 2022, which is super exciting, we are changing a lot of things behind the scenes here it within, I always want to say my business, but it actually kind of is a company. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll get more comfortable using that language. I That's a mindset thing for me that I have to shift to because it's not just this little business anymore. It's not just me anymore. There's other people working behind the scenes to make this a reality. But anyways, we are working behind the scenes to bring you the best programs, the best podcast that we possibly can. And a year ago when I launched the program, The Prep, it started out as a digital product. It was $37, it was quick and go, get it, and get your business off the ground. And over the year, we've added more content to it, we've added more trainings, more templates, as we've seen that the need has been there, as we've gotten feedback from people who have gone through the program saying like, oh, hey, this would be great. And within the community, we've been saying things. So I've I've slowly been adding things. But what I've realized now is that it's kind of a little all over the place. It still has a good structure, but me being the teacher that I am, I know that it needs a refresh. I know that it needs a revamp. I know that I need to go through and really 
break everything down. I know that there's content that needs to be added in there. I know that there's ways that I can explain things better. And that's just me being a reflective teacher and educator and knowing that, you know, year after year, things need to change. Things need to improve. Now, there's some really great things about the program. So I'm not knocking my program. I think it's great. We've had tons of success stories come out of that program, but I always want to bring the best forward. And I know that I can go through this program and I can reflect and, and find some gaps and find some things that can be improved upon. So what we are doing right now currently, what we've been working on for the past month is totally revamping the course from start to finish, which is a really great thing for you if you've already purchased that program. But if you have been sitting on the fence thinking, I wanna do this, but I don't know, I would encourage you now is the time to actually purchase this because when the new year comes, when we enter into 2022, we actually will be shutting down the course for the first few days of 2022 to actually go in and, and bring that new program to you to like reinstall it, to re-upload it, to do all the videos, to do all like the behind the scenes work. So we will be doing that. but. What this also means is because we are completely revamping the program, I mean, literally the content, the core content is staying the same, so to speak, like the curriculum is staying the same, but I mean, nothing of what you currently see in there will be the same. We will be uploading brand new lessons and modules, tons of video trainings are coming to there. So because we are doing this whole new, it's basically a new launch of a program, the price will also be increasing because there'll there be more content there, there'll be more training, there'll be more in-depth tutorials that you all have been asking for. So what I am encouraging people to do now, and this is not like a scarcity thing, I don't wanna pressure you to do anything, but I do wanna let people know of a good deal when there is a good deal. So what I would encourage you to do is if you have been thinking about joining the program, now is the time to do it because you are going to get that current pricing that it is now. If you've watched my free training, aubreymalek.com slash free training, you know that you also get a coupon code to go with that. So if you haven't watched that free training, I would encourage you to do that. It's so, it's so great. We've gotten such great feedback on that training. I'm kicking myself in the pants for like not doing one of these trainings sooner. I've always said like, oh, I was gonna do a video training and do that as a freebie for people to really get a good idea of like, what is a virtual assistant if they have no idea? And a lot of the questions that I was getting asked. So definitely go check out that free training. I'll link that up in the show notes for you, but you get a coupon code at the end of that training. So you can grab that coupon code so you can really get a really great price for this program. And then, like I said, as a purchaser of this program, you are automatically going to get that new content when it relaunches at the beginning of January. So you don't even have to worry about it. You get it now, you can get your, you know, you can get your business starting. Like I said, the content that's in there is still great. Like we have many success stories. People have started their business. People have left their jobs. People have replaced their income just using this current program as it is right now but I know that there's areas that I want to improve on. I know that there's trainings that I want to add in there just from the feedback that we've gotten. So you're going to get all of that with that new training, with that new program launching, but you'll still, you won't have to pay any extra for that. But if you wait until the new year, the price will go up. So you will have to pay that increased price. So I'm just laying that out there. I'm not telling you what you gotta do, but I'm just putting it out there that you can get it at a really great price right now and you'll get access to all of that new content. So that's just my little disclaimer here at the beginning of the episode. Episode. You know, I don't like doing these salesy things. I love giving you getting right to the content, but I would be remiss if I didn't at least tell you this because I don't want people coming to me in January being like, oh, wait, I missed that. I wanted to be able to get it at that price. So here's your warning, your fair warning. I will be, you know, talking about this in the community. I'll be sharing about this, you know, again throughout the rest of December to let you know when your final chances are to purchase that program at that current pricing. But here is your fair warning. And now let's go ahead and actually get into the juicy content, the podcast episode, what you're here for. 
So as many of you know, or maybe you don't know, I won't spend too much time on this story because I've probably (laughs) bored you to death with it. But when I started my business three years ago, was back in October of 2018 when I officially started, but when I actually was thinking about starting it was towards the end of September. And here's what I had going on in my life. I was a full-time teacher. I was teaching second grade at the time. My son at the time was almost two. He was a little over one and a half. And I was also seven months pregnant. And on top of that, my son was getting ready to undergo his second eye surgery. So it's safe to say that I had a lot going on. I had a lot of reasons, a lot of excuses, and not really excuses. It's not like I was making excuses for myself, but I had a lot of things to be like, okay, maybe right now is not the right time to start a business because I have so much going on. How am I possibly going to be able to find time to do this business, to, to make this a reality? Which it's a logical thing to think. And, and I know that you could probably be thinking that too. Oh, I'll wait until I have more time, or maybe I'll wait until the new year, or maybe I'll wait until winter break, or maybe I'll wait until summer to actually start this. But I want to give you a little harsh reality check. There, There's always going to be things. There's always going to be excuses and things of, that come up three months down the road, six months down the road of reasons why now's not the best time. So what I'm trying to tell you is now there's now is the best time. There's no better time like the present. And I'm not taking away from the fact that you probably do have a lot going on. But what you can do is you can actually utilize the time that you do have to your favor, but it's going to take some work on your end. It's going to take some sacrifices. I will have people who will say, you always make it sound so easy to start this business. And while it was fairly easy for me to get my business off the ground, it's not like I had to go like to the bank and ask for a loan and I had to open up a storefront and I had to get all these supplies and I had to get all this inventory. I didn't, like I, I in reality started my business in a week, maybe two weeks at the most. I really think I I was super determined and I got it started a lot faster than that. It's hard for me to remember the exact timing of things from like start to finish of actually like launching the business and telling people about it and putting myself out there. So while that part of the actual business process is fairly easy, what's not easy is that you have to be intentional about your time, especially if you are working a full-time job right now. And and here's the thing, I do encourage people to get started while they have a full-time job because number one, you have that you have that consistency of that money coming in, but also too, it's a really great opportunity for you to almost prove proof of concept to yourself, right? Being being employed allows you to kind of like safely make that transition. You can kind of show yourself month over month that this is a thing, that it's actually working for you. I have a little bit of a different timeline and I always do tell people that too. I always let people know, you know, I was seven months pregnant. I had a goal by the time my son was born. I didn't wanna just take a maternity leave. I I wanted to be able to say like, I'm done. I'm done teaching for now. I really wanna focus on my family. And I really wanted this business to become a thing. At the time, I did not see the vision of what this business could become, what it is now. I, I never saw that. But I knew that I wanted this to be what I was doing full time, quote unquote. I'm doing like air quotes here, like full time doing this as a job, but really on part part time hours. But it took some time and intention for me to know like, okay, if I have all this going on, you know, I, I've already got a really busy life. And I there also are things that are super important to me that I don't wanna give up. I have to be intentional about this, but I also have to look at myself in the mirror and say like, there probably are some things that I'm doing right now that aren't really serving me at this current time of my life. If there is a goal that I'm working towards, which was for me, being able to leave my teaching job to take my business full time to do that as my sole job, 
I had to say there are probably things that I'm doing, probably habits or routines that are are really not serving me in this time. There are probably some sacrifices that I'm going to have to make in order to make this happen. And so that's what you're you're really going to have to do. You're going to have to look at the time that you have in the day, which we all only have 24 hours in the day, but those 24 hours can be used to your advantage. Clearly, I don't want you to give up, you know, all this sleep. I I don't want you staying up all night doing this, but I do want you to look at what what you're currently doing in your day-to-day and see where am I maybe spending some time that could be used towards my business. So here's here's what I did. I, I looked at my schedule that I currently was doing day to day, what it looked like when I was waking up, how long it was taking me to get ready, what, you know, what I was, how long it took me to get to work. You know, obviously when I was at work, I was doing work time, but I also knew like, hey, I've got a lunch period. Um, hey, I've got a prep period. How can I use that prep period effectively? Um, so you might have breaks in your job depending on what your current job is. Um, and I'll get into all like the logistics of that. And then, you know, what is what was it like? When did I leave work? When did I come home? What was I doing during that time? Um, you know, what was I doing after my son went to bed? So I was looking at all of those things and kind of mapping that out, kind of creating a sketch of like, you know, here's what day to day my life looks like. Obviously, there's going to be different things that might come up, different appointments. Like obviously I was pregnant, so I was going to doctor's appointments and I was having to plan that in. But like kind of rough sketch, here's what a, a normal life, day in the life of a mom of one pregnant full-time teacher looks like. From there, I started to notice, you know, what was I doing? What was I doing during that time? Well, it was taking me, you know, X amount of time to get ready in the morning. Here's what time I was waking up. It was also, you know, I was spending 30 minutes, well, 20, depending on traffic, driving to my job. Um, and then I, what was I doing during my lunch? What was I doing during my prep? And so here's where some, here were some little things that I did, even just at my job. So I had a prep period as a teacher. And, you know, sometimes I would go and I would grab coffee. I would go chat with the teacher next door. I would kind of just like dilly dally around because I'm like, oh, you know, I'll get to the things after school. But I did not want to have to stay at my job any longer than was I was obligated to like contractually. So instead of using that prep time to, to not be super productive or effective, I was using that time to really maximize on what needed to get done at my job so that when my day was over, I could leave. You know, usually I was staying late to, to grade papers, to put grades in the grade book, to make copies, um, doing all those different things. And, and if you're a t- not a teacher, this might not apply to you because a lot of other jobs, it's, it's fairly easy to like leave and go home, you know, as the day is done. And, you know, that work will be there for next for you. But for teachers, a lot of times it comes with planning and having the things ready for the next day, the next week, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so I was using that prep period for me effectively. I wasn't, I, you know, I would shut my door. I was kind of like, if people wanted to talk, I would be like, I'm really trying to get these things done. I have a lot to get done during this time. So I was utilizing that time in a different way, which allowed me to be able to only be at work when I was actually required to be at work. During my lunch period, I was also, um, I used to go to the staff room and eat lunch with everybody else. I was eating lunch in my room. I was either listening to a podcast. I was responding to emails for my business. I didn't want to be working on my business while I was actually on the clock, but that lunchtime was for me. So, you know, that could be for you. Maybe you go out into your car and you listen to a podcast and you eat your lunch there. So you can actually use that time productively to grow you, to advance you. Maybe it's setting something up in your business. Maybe it's responding to a couple of clients. So those were things that I was actually doing during the day. Now, one thing that I 
will tell you, and, and I know that this is again a mindset thing, but I'm not a morning person. I don't love getting up early. I enjoy my sleep. I enjoy staying in bed, especially when it's like still dark outside and your bed is all warm and cozy. Like I don't wanna be getting up and doing that. But one thing I realized was that I actually had time in my day when I really wasn't needed by anybody else. If I could get up early in the day, nobody was calling me, nobody was texting me. My son was a really great sleeper, so he was sleeping. I could actually be effective in the morning. And what I found was that when I actually got up and just you know, kind of ripped that bandaid off, I was up, I you know, got into some light, I was splashing water on my face, like I actually, I was okay, like I didn't die, right? I could actually get up and get work done. So that was something else that I did instead of sleeping in, you know, and that was really hard for me as a pregnant person, as a pregnant mom. Like I was tired, number one, from having a toddler at home. I was tired because I wasn't really sleeping great towards the end of my pregnancy. But again, sacrifices needed to be made. And I knew that this was a really great time that I could capitalize on. So instead of getting up, you know, maybe an hour before I had to leave for work, I was getting up two hours before I had to get leave for work. I was also planning ahead of time. So I was noticing like I was, gosh, I was spending a lot of time getting ready in the morning. Like I just realized, okay, I'm going to kind of cut that down and I was going to lay out my clothes the night before. I was going to have my lunch packed and ready to go the night before. I was going to shower the night before and have everything ready to go. So I literally did not have to spend all this time like picking out what I want to wear and figuring what I want to have. Like that time in the morning, especially when you're like groggy and you're like, oh, I don't know. Like I just was cutting those decisions out so that I didn't have to do that in the morning. And that when I actually got up, I could roll out of bed. I could come in front of my computer and I could actually get to work. So what I would do is I'd wake up at 5 a.m. and I didn't have to leave my house until 7 a.m. I wasn't, again, I wasn't going to be at work more than was that was required for me because I was actually utilizing the time that I was at work to my to my benefit. Um, I was going to get to work when I was required to get at work. I was going to do my job. I was going to be prepped and ready to go using my prep time accordingly for the next day. And then I was going to leave. So I left my house at seven. So from five to seven a.m. I was working on my business. So what did that look like when I was first getting my business started? You know, that might have been putting my portfolio together. That might have been networking in Facebook groups. That might have been responding to some clients that might have been following up that was checking my tracker of people that I had connections with and how I had reached out to them, jobs that I had um, reached out to clients for and I was following up on them. And then when I actually had clients, I was using that time to do client work. That's one of the great things about being a virtual assistant is I let my clients know, you know, I do have a full-time job. Here's when I'm actually going to be working in the office. So you might get an email from me at 5 a.m. You know, responding that that's actually when I'm doing the work. Most people that you're working with, most clients that you're working with know that as a virtual assistant, like you are, you're an independent contractor, so you're not an employee, you don't have to be behind your computer. As long as you are getting the work done when the terms that you agree to with that client are getting, you know, that you're holding up that end of your deal, you're okay. So that's how I worked on my business. I would do that in the morning. So again, that was time I was cutting down. On my drive to work, I was not, you know, I was listening to podcasts. Like I said, I was growing myself. I was listening to audiobooks, things that were going to help me to gain that confidence and that courage. Um, another thing that I was doing, which I know it seems like really weird, but I would, before I would walk into school, I would look at myself and I would tell myself in the mirror out loud, you are going to make this happen. You, this is going in two months, this is going to be your full-time job. In two months, you are not going to be a full-time teacher anymore. So I was speaking that out loud, I was saying it out loud, I was telling myself that, and it was, it was helping me to kind of get in that mindset of, this is actually going to work. 
So I've kind of bounced a little bit around around the place about what day-to-day looked like. But in the morning, I was waking up two hours early. I was using my time effectively at my job. I was getting my job done when I needed to get it done, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't dilly-dallying around at my job. I was being super effective, getting what I needed to get done, planning what I need to plan for the next day, using my lunch instead of, you know, sitting in the staff room, chatting with everybody else, using that to my advantage. And then when the day was done, I would head home. So that what that helped me do is that I could actually leave on time, which allowed me to get home to my son sooner and actually use that time after school. Instead of saying, you know, at school late into the night, I could use that time to play with my son, to hang out with my son. So I didn't feel guilty of I'm missing out on all this time with him. I was actually hanging out with him. I was making dinner. I was cleaning up. And then here's a really great thing that I did. It was hard for me. I'll tell you again, sacrifices. But I had to go to my husband and say, look, here's what I've got going on in my life. This is what I'm really trying to make happen and and involve him in on the plan. And here's where I'm going to need some help. I really want to be able to, when we put our son to bed, I want to be able to go work for an hour and a half, two hours. So here's where I'm going to need your help. Like I might need you a couple nights a week to fold and put the laundry away. I might need you a couple nights a week to do the dishes. Like I might need you to do some of the things that I'm that I've been doing because I wanna be able to devote time to this and something's going to have to give. I can't do all of these things and make this happen. So that might be you asking for help, asking your spouse for help, maybe asking a family member, maybe asking you know, someone that you know, that you trust, maybe outsourcing you know, your cleaning, whatever that looks like for you. But you, I know as women, we want to take on all the control. I know as moms, it's hard for us to let some of that go, but that, is really what helped me to find the extra time because I didn't have that time in the day. I really didn't. Another little just like quick tip that really helped me out during that time is that I, instead of saving my cleaning for the whole weekend, like I was doing a room a day. So, you know, as my son was like playing independently in the room, like maybe I was cleaning the bathroom downstairs that day so that that didn't have, like I didn't have to save everything for the weekend. And then on the weekend, like I could find some time to work on my business some more. Maybe we could do something as a family together. So it's really what this all boils down to is it really boils down to you actually taking the time out and saying, what is this day going to look like? Where am I going to be doing things? When am I going to be working out? When am I going to be spending time with my kids? When am I going to be making dinner? It seems like you're kind of creating this like super rigid schedule for yourself, but it actually allows you to be more productive because that way I knew like if I was getting up early and working, I wouldn't have to feel guilty about not spending time with my son because I had it on my calendar of when I was actually going to spend time with my son. I knew that when I left work at this time, because I wrote it down, that I did it, that I could come home and spend time with my son. And so I didn't have to feel guilty. Or, you know, if I was cooking dinner, I didn't have to feel like, oh my gosh, like my business, what it's going to, you know, no, I have time on my schedule later that night. And now my business looks completely different. I don't work late at night anymore. I don't have to always get up early every single morning because I have that flexibility. And now because my schedule has changed, I have more time and more pockets during the day. But what it really boils down to, if you want to start this business while you're working full time, it can be done. It's just going to take some intention on your part. It's gonna take some sacrifices and it's really going to take some consistent planning. Planning out your day. I really highly recommend getting a planner that allows you to plan out hour by hour. So you know exactly during this chunk of time, here's what I'm doing. I can't do this during this chunk of time because I have this appointment, I have this thing going on or I already scheduled to spend time with my son. So that you really can see clearly hour by hour what you're doing. 
so that you don't have to feel like I'm not getting to all these things, putting it on your planner, knowing what you're doing during that time and really kind of making over your current schedule. There were times where when when I would put my son to bed, I would just stay up and watch Netflix for a few hours. That was wasted time. I mean, sure, it's nice every once in a while, but it doesn't need to be my every night routine. If I'm really trying to build this business, I'm going to have to cut some things out, some of that wasted time in order to make this a reality. So what I would do for that was I would kind of work up a reward. If I work on my business four nights out of the week, Monday through Thursday, Friday night, I can take a break. I can watch Netflix with my husband. I don't have to work that night. Um, so you know, working in those rewards and those things that will actually motivate you to do the things that maybe are harder for you to do, maybe harder to break those routines and those habits that you have. So it definitely can be done. I think, like I said, what it all boils down to is really being intentional, really planning it out, looking at what you're currently doing in your schedule and finding where can I cut some things out? Where can I uh, simplify things? Where can I be a little bit more efficient? Where can I outsource and ask for help so that I actually can make this a reality? I was working on top of my full-time teaching job, which was an insane schedule. If you're a teacher, you understand this. I know not everybody understands it because some people who are not teachers think, well, you only work this amount of hours a day and yada, yada, yada. Um, you know that it's it's more than that. So on top of that full-time teaching job, I had I was working an additional 20 plus hours on my business, depending on if I was finding hours throughout the weekend. So it can be done. It doesn't need to be done to that extreme. I would say anywhere from five to 10 hours a week, extra time. It doesn't have to be, you know, five consistent hours, you know, a day. It can be little pockets of time, but you have to be intentional during that time. It can't just be scrolling Instagram. It can't just be, you know, if you're sitting down to do work, you need to know like from the start of this 30 minutes, I need to know exactly what I'm doing during that time. So I hope this helps you. I hope this kind of encourages you that it can be done. And I think you'll always find a reason. You know, there's always going to be things going on. There's always going to be busy seasons. There's never really going to be downtimes. You know, I always think about that too. Like, oh, it'll be a downtime here. Like there's always something going on. So it's good to start now and not let those excuses just pile up and pile up but really be diligent about planning out what your days are going to look like so that you actually can find the time to make this a reality because that's what it takes. It, you know, obviously it takes hard work and dedication, but you have to have the time to do it. And there is time in the day. You just have to be willing to maybe make some sacrifices along the way to find that time and use it to your advantage. So I hope this helps you out. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being a loyal listener. And I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.